You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Intelligence After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Intelligence After Show. Yo, what's up, Intelligence fans? Intelligence CBS AfterBuzz recap show coming at you live here at the AfterBuzz studios. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks. Joining me on the panel, as always, is Yale Teagle. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Lem Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm in the house. What up, y'all? Coming at you with episode number five, The Rescue. So this episode was originally billed on IMDb as episode number eight. I saw something else that was billed as episode number nine. So what is it? What's going on? It's eight and a half. It's eight and a half. It's three eight, quarters. So eight and a half. I, I don't know why I have it written down yeah. as nine. Yeah. So I was looking on IMDb, and this episode came out as the fifth episode being aired, but it was billed as the filming order as episode eight. So do you think this is going to be a situation where they're going to start showing episodes out of order? I think the whole show is out of order. Like <laughs> the whole I, damn system yeah, is out of order. I think order. it's all out of order. I think that uh, something I was w- looking at. This episode and episode last week, they've been contractually different than the previous episodes because the previous episodes were building up to something. And then all of a sudden we were left with, oh, now we're going to go on missions all the time. So that happens a lot of times when shows are filmed and showed out of order because right. there's a flow when the writers write it. Right. And the flow is lost when right. they're sporadically changing things. Right. So I want to ask you about that in like two seconds. But before we go any farther... I want to talk about the contest that we are having here on the Intelligence oh, yes. After Buzz yes. TV show. So last week, if you were tuning in, uh, at the end of the episode, I gave a word. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to give you a series of either words or phrases at the end of each episode. And the first person who follows all three of us on Twitter, uh, at RyanHooks92, at Yeltigle, at the Poet Saint, and tweets us these words when we say so, wins this amazing autographed script from Intelligence. This is from Machin's Return, straight yes. from CBS Studios. Uh, I got PJ on here. I got Margaret Helmberg in here. Uh, Megan Ori, Josh Holloway, uh, Fed Kingsley's on here. So this is a piece of intelligence history, and we are giving it to you because we love you, we care about you, and we want you to have it. I, I smelled it. It smells it's, like it intelligence. It smells like gold <laughs> marker and, and intelligence. intelligence. So stay tuned. Coming up here towards the end of the show, we will have a new word for you for this week. Uh, if you missed last week's word, tune into last week's episode and check us out. Leave us comments. <laughs> let us know what's up. All right. Now let's talk about the episode. What did you think, Mr. Lem Gonzalez? Because I feel like there's an opinion coming that oh, we all need to hear. There's so many opinions. Um, I'm just, I'm just calling this, um, I'm, I'm just going to hate all this session just because I feel like this show, I was, it was really like, it's, it's bait and switch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was building up. Uh, they were trying to, you know, do some new things with the sci-fi type slash superhero slash microchip in my throat, you know, type <laughs> situation. And all of a sudden now it's, it's the run of the mill show. Um, I think there's 10 other shows like it in the last year. And I'm just really, really disappointed on top of that. Um, I'm watching the show and then they're throwing these lines out that I'm like, where did they get these lines from? <laughs> <laughs> like Akuna what Matata, is really right, right. That was horrible. So I'm just, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I'm gonna be Debbie Downer. I don't care. Um, but I'm just really disappointed right now. I think Lem needs a hug. Uh, 
Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, send love, some love <laughs> online and let him know how much we care about him and how much we want his happy, loving opinion yeah, of Intelligence yeah, After Yeah, exactly. No, that's good. That's why we're here. This is an opinion-based show. Right. And if you think the episode sucked, then we're going to tell you that the episode sucked. Oh. Hey, Roy, it's Harry coming in from the booth, giving Lem a hug. You needed a hug. <laughs> Thank you. I do what I'm told. Yes. Hug it out. Thank make, you make so much, love. Roya. Shout out to Roya to hear hey, right. Yes. Look at thank that. you. Roya. Thank so, you. I do feel better. Somewhat. Hugs always make it better. <laughs> Hugs and beers. I'm still going to hate on the show. <laughs> All right. Great. Let's hate on the show a little bit right now. What? Do we have to hate on this episode? Okay. No. It was a good episode. It was fun. Um, I think the show, as I said in the earlier season, needs to do some things that are, are going to make it stand out from other shows. And right now, it's not. Um, so I was watching the show, and I had been looking at numbers this past week from different broadcasting programs and whatnot. So CBS puts out NCIS, which is the number one watched television show on television. Hell okay. yeah, it is. It's like 20 million in the fall quarter weekly. It's it's up there. It's number one all the time. Yep. So do you think that this show, in an aspect, is trying to be NCIS? That it's like sort of NCIS-ish, but not the same and enough that it's totally different mm-hmm. to get a different audience. But th- th- that's what they're going for. And this is why I loved this episode. Yes. It was. They took, hey, it's a sci-fi show. You love sci-fi. And you love procedurals. So we're just going to give you a sci-fi show. We don't really care about the science of it. Here's a procedural. Just like NCIS. We've got this guy who's kicking butt. We've got a kick butt girl. NCIS. It was great. I loved this episode. I mean, and that's not a bad thing if that's what they're going for, because like I said, NCIS pulls in 20 million viewers every single week. It's the, like the number one rated show on television right now. That's I think this would be this would that's be true. NCIS Junior. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel. If they're trying to go for the NCIS, it's like, you know, the, maybe the stepchild or something. Right. I mean, NCIS has been on for a while, so it's done enough that it's got the consistent viewership. Have Have we done enough on intelligence yet to get that viewership? No. Not at all. And I think that's why they're settling into procedural territory. So you think they're moving into this direction to kind of follow the the, the trademark that NCIS has put out because it's so popular? I don't think it's specifically they're trying to follow NCIS. I think they're they're, uh, following the formula formula of a here's the the crime of the week. There's a small story arc going over the season. And uh, you're going to love it because that's what you want. You want to see these characters you like. You hear a little bit about their families, but mostly they're yeah, doing the story of the week. Yeah, not enough that like shatters you or rocks your world too much each week. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the storyline is the major point. So this storyline, the rescue, we've got the rescue, mm-hmm. and that's our overarching storyline. On a side note, we learned a little bit about Vaughn and Riley. We learned a little bit about Lillian Strand and her past. That was we did, you know, and that's and that's a good story plot that I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, overall, it was it it lacked to me in in depth. From the story that we need more background about these characters. I want to know more about Vaughn's military history. I want to know more about Riley and uh, her Secret Service work. She talked about it a little bit, but not a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And she keeps showing up and kicking ass. And mm-hmm. you know, why? Where did that come from? And you know, why is Lillian so mad all the time? Mm-hmm. You know. So I think we need some of that still before we get into well, this. I will. I will plot. say that that is good that they are doing that because, like, we did learn a lot about Riley last yeah. episode. We learned more about. Um, you know, old girl. This episode. So, uh, what's her name? Lillian. Uh, Lillian. Thank you. Uh, and her you and her father, Leland. Leland. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obnoxious. Yeah, that was. Dude, her, who doesn't mother? love Peter yeah. Coyote? Okay, I, love him. I was like, oh my god, it's the dad from Walk to Remember. Right. Leland Strand showing up. Yeah, yeah Peter. If, he's he's the bomb. He's if, the bomb. He, if his name is Leland and her name is Lillian, tell me that her mother's name is like Leon or something. No. It's like Leanna or something. So, in in, in relation to characters as well, um, (laughs) since we're going there, we've talked in the past about characters disappearing on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, 
obviously Mei Chin showed up and disappeared. disappeared. Amelia showed up and disappeared. Gone. Um, according to IMDb, Leland Strand is billed for three episodes in this season. Okay. So, I mean, that means we're going to see more of him, which is good because there was a cool tension, I think, this week that they had, you know, that was them going back and forth in their political position. But then, like, at the end, it was them in their, like, loving father-daughter right. position. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that, I think. Well, I really hope that if he does come back, it's it's because he realizes what she did at the end of the episode. And it's a few episodes later that he's like, wait a second. What did you do? Well, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I hope so. Like, because it's predictable. <laughs> and I'm hating again. So, but no, I, I think exactly he's going to stay around because he she does he doesn't know what she did. Um, Correct. And which which I think was gangster. Yeah. I did like that. You know, we haven't got there yet. There are, but, there are plenty yeah. of Mexicans for hire. Yeah. That's so, all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that was I think that was good. And I think that that's going to bring him back and try to maybe some counterattack or something yeah. like that in between, you know, their, their outfit. So. I love that everything I I'm enjoying about this episode is everything you hated about this episode. <laughs> That's why we put you guys beside each other, so that you can like fight it out. And I just sit over here and watch on my own side by yeah. myself. I so, guess. All right, let's talk about the rescue. Uh, so this plot line, uh, the rescue, takes place and uh, starts off with we meet a couple of good-looking ladies, uh, Mackenzie Bradshaw and Samantha Royce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, two friends in college in Arizona. Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Abby Cobb, by the way. Samantha, uh, she played McKinsey Bradshaw. Hit us some, hit us some love on Twitter. Yes. So thank you, Abby. Uh, thank thanks you for very tuning much. in. Uh, thank looking you. forward to seeing you in more work in the future. Yeah. Uh, as well as Kimberly Whalen playing Samantha Pre- uh, Royce, rather. Uh, so these two girls just got done clubbing, going home, took some pictures with the boys, mm-hmm. posting on Instagram, and all of a sudden the lights are out in their bedroom and they're like, oh, the power's out. That to me was so suspect because you just got done <laughs> yeah. walking down a hallway exactly. with the lights on after exactly. you rode the elevator to your third floor dorm room, but the bedroom lights are off and the power's out now. Right. <laughs> I just I I was enthralled by that immediately. I was like, "What is going on?" But anyway, so they get <laughs> they get kidnapped. Of course, essentially, they exactly. Yeah, yeah. Of course they of got course kidnapped. They got kidnapped what in the it? dark. Are you serious? They Come on. Don't watch enough Law and Order Special Victims Unit no. to know that you don't trust it when your when your apartment doesn't have light. Right. You know something's wrong. Clearly, you know you've got a flashlight app on your phone. Turn yeah. it on. Right. Look around. Light some candles. Something. Yeah. Um, so the kidnapper's name is Carlos Reyes, which we learned later on in the episode, which is irrelevant because he doesn't last too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. uh, Lucas Davis plays Carlos Reyes. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the next thing we cut to, we're at the senator's house. Uh, we meet Senator Bradshaw, who this was weird to me, and I was talking about this before we started the episode. When they cut to the scene at Senator Bradshaw's house, they showed the mom mm-hmm. sitting at the table, drinking coffee, reading the newspaper, red hair. I was like, oh, man, the slutty redheaded girl's mom. Like, that, to me, was my immediate connection. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was the other girl's mom. Yeah. So I, just, I was just really thrown off by that. Anybody yeah. else care to comment on that? Um, I, did you catch I, that? I, I, I didn't catch that. No. So um, you did, but it just goes to show that... Um, you know, there's just problems. You were just thinking about <laughs> thinking about tying up college girls. And just, you weren't worried about the mom's red hair. I just, it wasn't that's right. So we learned Senator Bradshaw uh, is the head of a Senate committee that's involved in launching a satellite that's going to monitor the Mexico border for drug control and things like that. Um, that there is a huge conspiracy behind this, and it's the Geo Nine satellite series that they're going to use and basically stop drugs. Did you think there was an underlying plot in this episode um, or commentary, if you will, about like 
drug smuggling and uh, the state of the nation versus America versus Mexico. You mean like trying to parallel between yeah, like, like real, know, life. real life events? Yeah. I felt like there was a little bit of undertone in there. I mean, there could have been. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just to me, again, it just was kind of the same story that we've seen before. There's been a lot of drug cartel stories uh, with, you know, not not so much tied in with the government. So I will say that that was kind of a, a little difference of opinion with, uh, you know, the government trying to help out and you know, vice versa, yeah. kind of in the back pocket. But, you know. I mean, if you have a secret government agency, drugs are your number one priority. Keep the streets safe, kids. Right. Dare to keep kids off drugs. Right. You know how you keep kids off drugs? How do you? You go to iTunes. Oh, is that right? Yes. <laughs> if you go to iTunes. Is there an app for that? There is an app for <laughs> iTunes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is my favorite part of the show where we like to talk about iTunes. Yes. Um, thank you for tuning in. We love having you. We love talking about intelligence for you. We're doing this for you because you love it and we love you. And that's just the love we're going to share. Uh, you really want to help us out. Go out there. Go to iTunes. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com and rate our show. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment. Tell us what's up. Tell us what you think. If you're feeling sour about this episode, tell Lem because he's going to go yes. join in and comment with you. If <laughs> right. you're feeling happy about this episode, go on and tell Yell because she's going to comment back. Yeah. Um, and we want to know, again, what you think about everything. And give us a comment because we like being intelligence after show hosts. And the way Love that it. makes us known out there is when you go out and rate us because the more ratings that we get – we're going to be the number one intelligence after show on the market. And that's what we want. Yes. We want to be the best. Yes. Because we are the best. And we're, we're doing it for best. you. Right. 67 shows a week, free content, 100 countries, 25 million subscribers. What more can you ask? Join in. Join. See what's up. ITunes. Join us. Ladies and gentlemen, the iTunes. The iTunes. Keep, keeping kids off drugs. <laughs> that's right. Since, there's an app for that. Yeah, there's an app for that, for sure. All right. Back to the show. That was a great transition, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. That's, Beautiful. That was a good one. Okay. Good job. High five. Air high five. Yeah. Boom. All right. Um, so we're, we're introducing to a lot of new characters this week. Um, again, most of which we'll probably forget in the next episode because people tend to disappear in this show. <laughs> a lot. And because it's an episode from like three months ago. Yeah, for sure. So um, we meet Hector Villarreal. And he is basically involved in the drug cartel. Mm-hmm. And we also meet Leland Strand, Mr. Peter Coyote, right. who we learn is... Lillian's father. Right. He's a high up government official in some aspect, CIA mm-hmm. or something. Some super mm-hmm. secretive. Yeah. Super secret government. Do you remember what was the name? I, I, I couldn't catch it. What was the name that he called her, the nickname um, that oh, she yeah. got mad? He called her Rooster. Rooster, that's right. Yeah, and she's like, don't call me that. Yeah. It reminds me of those old Nut and Honey commercials. What right. are you eating, Nut and Honey? I told you not to call me that at work. <laughs> um, am I the only one when he first called her Rooster and she said, don't call me that, that I was like, oh, ex husband? Really? I, I wasn't sure if I didn't get the. I, yeah, I thought brother or some other relationship that wasn't but father, not father. I didn't think age father. Wise, yeah, I, they're not far enough apart in age to be fa- not in real no, life. No, no offense no. to Mark. To Mark. Yeah, but they could have been husband, husband and wife. Yeah, no, no brother and sister. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, daddy. Ooh. Oh, daddy issues yeah. for sure. Awkward. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. I didn't get the. Uh, the, the father-daughter relationship right away. It mm-hmm. took me a minute. Later, she calls her dad. Yeah, yeah, once she called her dad. But, like, when he said rooster, I didn't get it at all either. Yeah. No. Me three. So. <laughs> That's all right. Well, anyway, so we find out that uh, Hector's involved in this drug smuggling operation, and he's mad about the satellites. So he kidnaps the senator's daughter, and he's basically holding her hostage in an aspect of, hey, you dropped this bill about this Geo9 satellite. Mm-hmm. We are going to not kill your daughter. Great for you. Great for me. Everyone mm-hmm. wins. But through some unbeknownst system in the government where they're monitoring all of our transactions. NSA. The NSA. 
Um, yeah, so the NSA, if we will, it's not the NSA because it's TV. It's CBS. They're monitoring <laughs> everything we do. Yeah. Um, they find this video that he's been emailed. Basically, the senator gets his email, and it's the daughter being kidnapped and whatnot. So they go to our Cybercom friends and say, hey, we've got to solve this issue. We need to use Vaughn. We need to use the chip. Basically, right. the president recommended it, yeah. and uh-huh. you're going to do it. Because the president's showing up again here, at least in theory, because he knows what Vaughn can do because of the last right. week's episode. He's a fan. Yeah, he's a fan. He's a fan. They're going to play golf together. Yeah, he's a fan. So he uh, shows up and says, you know what? Let's let's get this going. So they decide to go in undercover and see what they can find out. Um, they send him down. This is where we start learning about Carlos Reyes. Uh, so they go to interview him because they found the cell phone in the daughter's room with the picture on Instagram that she posted yes. 15 minutes before they left the club. Um, getting sloppy, taking pictures with ladies. Mm. Gentlemen, this is a warning for you. Stay away from stay away from posting pictures with multiple females on the internet. It only leads to trouble. It leads to going to Mexico. It leads to getting kidnapped. It's also and ending up in Mexico (laughs) with a drug cartel and an elephant burger outside. I was so worried that you were about to say, guys, if you're going to kidnap a girl, don't let her take your picture first. I mean, that is also very true. <laughs> if you're going to kidnap somebody, don't let them take your picture beforehand. And put it on Instagram. And put it on the internet for everyone to find. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with only two seconds of time a day, you can kidnap a little girl. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Do not kidnap people. Do not tell them I said to do it. But if you wanted to, there's an app for that. Just there, say. There's an app for that. On iTunes, there's an app for that. Uh, back to the story. Yeah, yes. back to moving here's, on. Here's an issue that I have. Um, and, and I love this episode, so I'm just going to bring up an issue. Issues. Okay. okay. Hector has the girl kidnapped, sends an email to the senator, right? Yes. Okay. Hector knows who he works for. He's not unaware of who his bosses are. Correct. Would he really be stupid enough to think that they're not monitoring his stuff? Yes. Okay. That's all I got. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's clearly that's if he did it, he's dumb enough to think that they're not monitoring. Right? Or if they are monitoring, he knows that they're not going to do anything about it. I think it's the latter. That, 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 yeah, he's the latter. not worried. Cause, and I thought that in the scene when after they rescued the daughter mm-hmm. and he pulls up in the car and gets out and stands there, yeah. Vaughn is ready to, to drop him. Mm-hmm. And he's a stancer. And he's like daring them to shoot him. He's like, look at me. I'm mm-hmm. right here. Do it. I dare mm-hmm. you. Do it. And they, they tell him to stand down. There are issues beyond your knowledge. Stand down. Right. And Leland gives the order to stand down, and everyone's all mad about it. And he just walks back to his car and drives away. Like, he knows that they're not going to do anything. Well, I mean, you know, he, he calls, and, and he has them in his back pocket. I mean, he knows what's going on. Like you said, he knows who his boss is. Um, so, I mean, he there's nothing that he feels like they can do until we get to the end. And yeah, then, of right. course, he's double-crossed. But, but, but he says uh, when when the cops do show up, he or when um, – sorry, when Vaughn – and Riley show up. He calls the senator and he says, "I told you not to tell anyone." And senator, yeah, when like, they're snooping around at the house, oh, the two right. intelligence, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, they see them. They're following them. They yeah, said yeah. they don't mm-hmm. call anybody. He's like, "I didn't call anybody." But he didn't have to because they're monitoring you. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, if you wouldn't send him a dirty email, you just could have gave him a call. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're probably. But he doesn't think that that's smart. He doesn't know about, you know, our boy, you know, what he's capable of doing. I mean, I would think he would have to know because – so as we learn in the storyline, Hector basically joins up with the government and he is involved in giving leads and information that right. result in arrests of huge major drug dealers as well as thousands of tons of cocaine, they said. Mm-hmm. Thousands of tons of cocaine were seized because of the information that Hector gave the government, mm-hmm. that gave um, Leland's, you know – 
group, if you will, and it made him look really good. So they have a basically a, a working relationship. That says, you right. know what, you helped us out. We're gonna just look the other way mm-hmm. while you do what it is you're gonna do. So I mean, he's got to know that their ability because he he helped them. Yeah, he knows what they did to the other people that he ratted out, basically. But he's also feeling himself too. You know, he feels like he's, he's over in Mexico, in his, yeah. exactly, and he feels like, well, that, that's the whole reason of him kidnapping the girls because yeah. he felt like, well, I'm gonna kidnap the girls. This is gonna work. You're gonna stop what you're doing. You know, end of story. Keep Maybe. the relationship going. I guess. All right. But he sure, didn't. He didn't. He didn't make out for Gabriel though. He didn't know that. He didn't realize. He didn't realize the chip. Yes, was available. That for was hire. all powerful. All about the powerful chip. Did you? <laughs> speaking of the all powerful chip, I apologize. Uh, but when they were uh, track tracing a phone, I don't remember whose phone it was. Yeah, it was the mom's. It was the mom's. And it had the phone number that got uh, where yes. they found Carlos, right. and that's right. how they found and his body. Like, oh, uh, like he hung up. We can't trace it. And he's like, got it. Uh, all powerful chip can trace phones faster than any other computer. Yeah, he did. He's in the, uh, several episodes where he's like looked at a phone and like mm-hmm. sc- he did it uh, when they were looking for the doctor a couple weeks ago, um, where he basically scanned the phone, got the numbers recently dialed, and found the matching number. No, 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 not that part. When he traced, they got a. There was some other call. There was another phone call that was made, not to them, to someone else. Oh, you're talking about? He's talking about when actual uh, uh, Hector called over. Uh, it was the Hector's phone number that called, and they and were that's tracing. They, they triangulated the position, right? right. Exactly. That's right. it. That's what you're talking but about. Every other TV show, which we're basing knowledge of how tracing phones work, you need X amount of time, thirty seconds, let's say. Yeah, they got to narrow down, narrow down, because they're they're mm-hmm. pinging cell phone right. towers, and there's so right. many towers they could go to, and then so many less, and yet, so many less. Yeah, Gabriel's chip is all powerful. I mean, they're in Mexico, though. How many cell phone towers are there to ping? Well, that's the thing is Three? it shows us the, <laughs> five. It, it showed us like five of them, and then he was like, "I got it." From that, he of already knew. His chip magically knew everything. Well, and this goes back to what I was saying weeks ago, that I, I want to see – there's got to be a challenge sometime soon. There's that, not going to be a challenge, that, that Ryan. There's not going to be a challenge. Gabriel Vaughn needs to have a challenge because we saw it with Mei Chin. That was the first hint of a challenge. And and she's not there. Where's Mei Chin? Not yet. She. I think she'll be back. I just figured out the challenge. What is the challenge? Someone's going to make a helmet out of magnets. What? <laughs> that laugh. Um, Magneto <laughs> coming in. What? Oh, they're going to steal from X-Men now? No, no. <laughs> a helmet full of magnets, you put it on his head, it's going to ruin the chip. It's going to scramble it? Yeah, if you never put, you don't put a magnet next to a computer, it ruins it. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm thinking more Magneto and they can't read his brain. Whatever. I understood what you're going out with that yell. I got you. <laughs> Thanks, Roya. We appreciate the shout out. I, I Keep loved, it quiet in there, okay? I loved her laugh. Don't make me come out there and hug you, okay? Please she don't. does give good hugs. I will say, I did feel a lot save better. It for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we see uh, Riley and Vaughn going in and trying to save some folk. Uh, they go in and they find Samantha based on again the f- phone call that he had because he was traced Carlos's phone. Right. right. They found his body in the trunk mm-hmm. uh, and just his head. And, yeah. In his the phone in With his the mouth. Phone in his mouth. Straight mafia style. Straight up. Here you go. I'm. Cartel all right. the way. This is what we do in Mexico. Right, because I've never seen that before. Nope, never. <laughs> At least there wasn't Ever. a horse in there. Right. So the phone is ringing, and, and Vaughn answers it, and Riley's like, what are you doing? And, you know, phone's ringing. So <laughs> they find out that uh, where that they're holding Samantha's character, mm-hmm. um, and she's tied up with a hand grenade in her hand. And so they are like, okay, well, we got to go save her. And they, that was it, the Mexican jumping bean was yeah. the, the torture method. Because right. yes. then the bomb drops and it bounces. Mm-hmm. So luckily they bust in time just to save the day. You know, he throw he ro- I love when he comes busting in and he Bust, like, does, does a, a roll. tumble roll, picks the grenade and throws it through the door just in time to save the day. Wouldn't it have been easier 
to grab the girl and run. No, because the grenade. I was counting. So I, <laughs> I, I like this. I love on TV shows when there is an accuracy to the use of guns and explosives. Mm-hmm. Hand grenades when a pin is pulled has ten seconds before the grenade explodes. Truth, fact. How do you know this? It's ten seconds because I've blown a lot of stuff up in my life. Okay. Ten seconds before the grenade actually blows up. From the second the pin popped in her hand, I counted to ten. And it exploded Did exactly really? on ten. I was like one thousand one, one thousand two, and he's coming in. He's tumble rolling. I'm at a thousand seven. He throws it through the door. At a thousand ten, the grenade goes off. Okay, wait a second. But he was going in slow motion. I know, but irrelevant because <laughs> in ten seconds of TV time. Oh, TV time. Because Lord knows TV time is not real time. Right. If you've ever watched a sports movie and the, the two seconds got counted down for 50 seconds. Right. 10 seconds TV time from the time it took him to go through the door to throw the grenade to the grenade exploding. I like that. Because I always count gunshots. Uh-huh. I count explosions. And if there's 17 gunshots and he's holding a 10-clip mag, I get a little upset because did he reload sometimes? Did I miss it? Where's these extra clips coming from? So that to me was good. I like that part. Mm. I want to see action movies with you. Counting counting seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I do it mentally. I don't do it out loud. But you should definitely do it out hopefully loud. Hopefully not. That's cool. That's fine. So anyway, saves the day. And then they decide, you know what? We got to go in. We got to save the other girl. Even though that Hector agrees to, you know, maybe not do what he's going to do. And there's supposed to be a trade-off. So they go Which to I think was whack. The trade-off? I think that was whack. Because he's sitting up there calling him, and he's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to give you the code, you know, the codes yeah. to the satellite. And he's like, oh, okay, well, then you can, then I'll, you, know, I can just, uh, you can just change it. But then he's telling him, he's like, well, that's what you get. So it's like he's trying to play hardball now. But he's not playing hardball at all. But he's not no. playing hardball at all. So it's like, what's the point? It's no, good, it was very obvious that that trade was not going to go right. There was right. no way. There was ever... sketchy from the start. Yeah. And Vaughn's up there with his sniper rifle. Riley's doing the deal. Uh, they bring McKenzie's character in with a guard and another guy. And she's telling him one at a time, one at a time, stay back. Third guy gets out of the car, gets dropped by Vaughn and the sniper right. rifle. They've got no shot. But Riley pulls a mistake and gets puts kidnapped. her gun down and gets right. kidnapped. <sighs> was it really a mistake? No, it was totally not a mistake. So anyway, we find them all tied up, and in a previous part of the episode, they commented on her watch. <laughs> and then Vaughn's like, your watch is four seconds slow. You right. should set it. Even though it's a world clock and it should be perfect all right. the time. Because, you know, he can do that. Mm-hmm. So they they notice in a uh, cyber rendering, because mm-hmm. they have enough images based on the video that was sent to them saying, hey, we've got your agent and we've got your daughter kidnapped now, that her watch had some weird time on it, and she had stopped the watch. 30 minutes after the time she was kidnapped. So they knew that's how far that she drove. Gave them the ability to kind of pinpoint positioning. Mm-hmm. I actually thought when they showed the watch that it was going to be coordinates. Like that each of the minute hands that's were going to be like well. latitude, longitude. But, I mean, I guess 30 minutes to the west sounds right. We also learned about the uh, elephant burger, which I thought was really funny. Because after uh, they rescued Samantha Royce, they're interviewing her, asking her, hey, you know, what do you remember? What mm-hmm. did you see? Where are we at? You know, and they're talking about hearing elephant noises and tiger noises. And basically, this tr- food truck has tiger and elephant noises. <laughs> and then also that they watch soccer. So he used this, the, the DVR and the soccer coordinates to find the house. That soccer thing. First off, she said, oh, they were watching sports. And he goes, it must have been soccer. Clearly, in Mexico, all you watch is soccer. That's a little racist. Um, and then when he gets there, he's like, okay, well, I was right. It was soccer. Because I am a racist man. I got it. Well, you're in Mexico. They watch the- I mean, that's what they do in Mexico. They watch soccer. There are other sports. It could have been anything. I guess. But it is predominantly soccer. I mean. 
Anyway, predominantly Zagreb. Right? I also expected that the because um, Hector is the leader of a cartel. I expected him to have an like. I expect him to have. Is he really the leader of a cartel though? Kind of. He's. I mean, he's a drug dealer. He's, he's a, a drug lord. Dealer and he, and they he, called him El Jefe several times. So, but also the the people that he has turned into our government were um, his competitors. They said. Yeah. They said that that's how he gained right, but his... they were bigger than him. They were right. bigger fish. Yeah, and he right? got but now he's probably got their business. Yeah, right. he took over. It was really smart of him. How else does the mafia guy gain? He kills the other mafia right. guy and he takes his business. True. So and then I he... expected him to be the one. Like I expected they were like, well, are there any zoos or, yeah. or wildlife? I thought he would own a zoo. I was I looking for a zoo. Was I was looking for a zoo too. I expect him to own an elephant and a tiger, but he just would have it. No, it's just hanging Scarface out. Scarface style. Scarface style. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not. Anyway, so they uh, they come in and they rescue. The characters and take them home. Mm-hmm. Thus ends the plot. Except when Hector is trying to leave and they want to take him down. They want to bring him in. They know they have enough to get him. And Weatherly and Leland Strand said, no, you are not bringing him in. This is beyond your control. Third episode in a row where Lillian ends up pissed. And towards the end of the episode with a look on her face, it could kill people. It's cool. Because this show's not over, as we learn every week. We get, right. like, 45 minutes in, and like, oh, they can wrap it up right now. And right. then 10 more minutes later, something mm-hmm. cool happens. <laughs> so um, let's talk about that right now. I want to talk about the relationship between the strands. Okay. What do you think of that? I uh, really like it. I like that she says to her father multiple times, like, you taught me this, and you taught me that. And Basically it- thrown it in his face. Yeah, but but it, uh, it also, earlier, she was really saying, like, you raised me. To be a strong, independent, you know, leader mm-hmm. woman, and I am doing it. So let me do it. I love it. Get off it. my back. It's another one of those we more female roles. I notice we didn't see uh, Doctor Cassidy or Nelson this week. No, I thought uh, about that. too. We barely saw Jameson, Michael Raddy's character, mm-hmm. um, for about two seconds. He had a couple lines. Mm-hmm. So very narrowed down characters because we have a lot of new characters this week. Mm-hmm. Again, who will probably be gone next week, but yeah. that's fine. So I, I, I like that dynamic, though. I like that there's a little background now on Lillian because yeah. that definitely explains a lot about her. You know that why she is the way you know, she is. They talked about when she was a kid and you know getting scared and her dad being this tough guy and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So that for sure to me says you know this is why she's the way she is and she's out for blood because of this. Yeah. So I liked that. I like her even more now. What did you think of Leland? Um, I, th- I mean, I thought that. Leland is is a, is a product of somebody that is basically kind of crossing over to the dark side mm-hmm. in essence, uh, and I think that she could see that because, like you were saying before, like you know you've taught me this and that, and yeah. and now you're kind of on these dealings and, and things of that going on. So, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely think she, you know she respects her father. Obviously, she wouldn't be in the line of work she is without him. Without it him. sounds sure. like she's following his footsteps or whatever. Um, but I do think that she's definitely kind of. Um, feeling some kind of way about him, you know, where he's at now. Do you think his time then in the government has made him the way he is, where he was maybe like her 10, 15 years ago? He was all about saving the world and doing this, and somebody says, yeah, you're crazy. Sure. Get out of here with that. And now he's become jaded to the government over these years of corruption and working and taking the lesser of two evils, if you will? Yeah, I think that that's something that hopefully they will explore with his return. I think so, too. Is that she is the, the way he was when he started. Do you think she can bring him back? I think with a show like this, it's more likely he's going to end up dying. Potentially. And not, and not and, but they back. hinted that he could come back from the dark side, if you will, at the very, very end of the episode when they're going to the opera and they're standing outside and they meet up and he's like, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. 
right here with you. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a moment, like a cute touching moment. Do you moment. think that that was a real moment though? That's the I question. Do. I do. Yeah. I felt that that was real because earlier in the episode, uh, when uh, Vaughn is talking to Lily on the phone and then they get this information from Hector about Obergon, which relates back to a story that Lillian was told by her father. She like basically lies to Vaughn and is like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But you could tell him, look at her face. Like she was yeah. straight lying. Right. Oh, of course. Like I felt as soon as she said it, she was lying. But then she, she knew right away. Yeah, but she called her dad on it right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the part you were talking about with the Hakuna Matata quote. But there was some some good parts in that, some good little quotes. There was a great quote. Say it. I know you want to. I want to. Go I ahead. Tell down. us about it. Um, it was the quote where they're explaining the story of Obergon, and it's, I don't know why I was so incredibly confused, so she dumbed it down for everyone. She said, you adopted a lion cub, fed it raw meat, and feigned shock when it grew up liking the taste of blood. Yes, because they were the whole story compared Pancho Villa uh, and the former Mexican president, who was Obergon. And in that story, Pancho Villa becomes this famous figure, but you know Obergon kind of gets pushed to the side, even though they were sort of enemies but friends at the same time. And that's the sort of the relationship they're comparing between Leland Strand and Hector Villarreal. Mm-hmm. So this is they're like enemies, but they're friends. Like they're helping each other out, but they hate each other. And you can't trust each we other. You can't trust each other, but you know. They're playing hardball with each other, but they know they're going to both give in. Yeah. So I liked the uh, the dynamic, though, that they're getting in there. So in this episode, too, one thing that I did like as well, as always, we had to have a couple of cute little moments with Riley and Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Very beginning of the episode, cute little moment. Very end of the episode, cute little moment. Do you think that th- this week they have progressed their relationship any more than they have in the past episodes? Or do you think it's still sort of no friendly love, but not quite there? I think no. I thought they were going to kiss. I also thought at the end they were going to kiss. They were at the apartment, and he was, she was showing them around, and they like got kind of close. I thought they were going to kiss. I think that the reason we thought that is because this is supposed to be episode eight, and I think there's something we're missing. We missed some dynamics in the relationship yeah. development over the last few episodes. Something where they became closer or, or something that happened, that they realized something, 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 and <laughs> that we're supposed to be somewhere else with their relationship, and we saw that, and it was very... Why would they feel that? Like, why would they have that tension? But at this I mean, point? but the, uh, to me, I mean, unless, like you said, we've missed something. But they haven't shown anything that would, you know, prove otherwise. Right, right. right. Like, I, think- I can't see. Like, I know you guys were saying, you know, hope they kiss. Yeah, I, I want them to get together. I'm, I'm all about the love between between the microchip, you know, mm-hmm. and the girl that's crazy, yeah. uh, dope. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, but they haven't been other than you said two moments at the beginning and at the end. Well, the rest of the time they were all fighting, and there was a little bit of a moment too when he. Found Found her and talked about the watch and like helped her up and like they kind of gave each other that little exchange while they're like shooting people. Oh my gosh! That really? Was a, that was a, like a good like hey we're friends we're helping each other out. But that I, wasn't I like, that wasn't that wasn't anything beyond. But it was because partnership. That, that kind of adrenaline can cause all kinds of weird love feelings and that's where like that's where it starts when they're doing things like that together and like they have common bonds and they work well together. That's when relationships start. Okay. I think there were two episodes that are some that are now out of order that would have made those moments even clearer Bigger, to yeah. us. Agreed. That's what I think. So because that they've decided to show us out of order episodes, mm-hmm. which is awesome, by the way, um, being facetious, but <laughs> sarcasm is not welcome here. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you think that that's why I think these, that's moments why these moments aren't as deep as they should be? Right. I think they were, especially that last <sighs> one, which was awkward because I'm like. Why would they like? I see that it looks like they're gonna kiss. Why would they do that? Right, why? What? What brought that on? Yeah, I think we're missing something. 
Okay. As audience members, I mean. Thus endeth the Von Riley dilemma. <laughs> More to come on that, I am sure, because we will keep progressing that relationship well, I hope as characters disappear. Because so, they need to. So, yeah. anyway, I'm really glad the episode ended this way this did, because we've been dancing around it for the last 30 minutes. Lillian pulls the cards out and handles the Hector situation. Oh, and she does it so well. So smooth. Calls her up and says, hey, it's not done. He says, you want to hire another Mexican? Hire another Mexican. She said, I already did. Hmm. Did you see that coming at all? No. Uh, I didn't either. I did. Yeah, of course. You probably read the script beforehand, too. I'm just saying it was Get predictable. Like, but I mean, like, it was predictable. I thought that she was going to do something. I didn't expect it to be the woman in the bathtub. Okay, I didn't expect that. Yeah. I will I will say that. But I was I waiting knew for somebody was, to come bust in and shoot it. I thought so, also. too. But I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. But I love, I just want to point out, it's another, she's like, you know what? We need another strong female. Done. It was well, let's, let's hire a woman prostitute in Mexico. To stab you in the bathtub. No one necessarily said she was a prostitute. She could have been an undercover assassin playing a prostitute. Yeah, okay, fine. She was a strong woman (laughs) character that (laughs) killed Hector at the end, which is amazing. (laughs) So that actually brings me to our word of the week. Word of the week. Word of the week this week is revenge. Yes, based on Lillian Strand getting revenge, getting even. So that's two words. Uh, tune in from last week's episode. We got Ord. Tune in from this week's episode. We got another word, revenge. And uh, keep up the, the good work here. We'll get some more news and gossip coming at you right now. After Buzz TV News. Oh, All right. Shoot. So I mentioned earlier in this podcast that we haven't seen Mei Chin and we haven't seen Amelia. Mm-hmm. So I got a Twitter message this week from Michael Truco, who played Agent Griffin. <gasps> and I quote, don't be so sure. This is the last of Agent Griffin. Ooh. Direct oh. from Michael to me wow. via the Twitter. Huh. Don't be so sure that this is the end of Agent Griffin. So my mind was blown, and I've been sitting on that all week waiting to share it with everyone, and I'm so excited because I want to see some of these characters come back. I want to see Agent Griffin come back. I want. I definitely want to see Mei Chin come back, for sure. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm more indifferent about Amelia at this point, but <laughs> Mei Chin, Agent Griffin, we want you back. Yeah, CBS, yeah. make it happen because if not, we are going to keep doing the show. Yeah, it's and keep loving it. <laughs> and Lem's going to keep being negative about it. I'm yeah. still going to be negative. Done and done. All right, so a great episode this week. Uh, we see that they save the day. Everything's all great and good. So I want to know what you guys think is going to happen next week. Let's talk about predictions. Did you guys see the trailer? You're after Buzz TV. I did not see the trailer. All right, so the trailer shows uh, an outbreak. Uh, oh, a virus, if you will, that's spreading around town, and they're worried about uh, Vaughn getting it because he's susceptible to the virus as well, and they mm. want to protect him, so they don't want to use him. So, let's talk about what you think's going to happen next week. Yell, what do you think? Um, sad to say that I think, uh, because we're comparing it to NCAS, I think that he's going to, of course, get whatever the disease, outbreak, whatever is. He's going to come so close to death, and maybe there's going to hopefully glitch his chip. That would be awesome. So this could potentially be the uh, trial and tribulation that we've been looking for that's going to stop Vaughn from being perfect all the time. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I think this is probably, um, with no basis of this, uh, this was an episode that was supposed to happen before the episode we just watched, and thus it's going to be when they get closer because she's going to realize, oh my goodness, I miss him. Who doesn't love Agent Vaughn? Yeah. Hmm. Lem, what do you think? Ah, what do I think? Um, okay, I'm going to tell you what I would like to happen. What I would tell like us. to happen is I would like uh, Gabriel to get tripped up. Um, hopefully he gets uh, 
some type of crazy virus. I would hope that he does that. I hope that he's on the bed about to die and then um and then his girl, uh who's the one that protects him all the time? Riley. Riley. Riley comes in and basically has to kiss him in order for him to be healed of the virus. No, she plays what? Red Riding Hood, not... Yeah, I was like, uh, what is he, Sleeping Beauty? No, listen, listen, listen. This right. is what I want. Can I have what? Yes. This is my prediction. Take your moment. You've I got want. about 30 seconds. Thank you. So she kisses him, and then uh, Leland ends up basically uh, getting shot afterwards by Gabriel when he wakes up out of his coma, uh, Sleeping Beauty coma, and then um, Lillian then becomes president. So this sci-fi show has now become a fantasy, if you will. That's what I want to happen because I want it to be unpredictable. Not just like fantasy, like like Sleeping Beauty fantasy, but some other weird fantasy. I'm just saying I want it to be. I'm I'm saying that to say I just want it to be unpredictable. I mean, that's what I want. If Riley Vaughn is giving out kisses, I'm getting in line. All right, Megan Ori, we're waiting for you. (laughs) We're waiting for you. That's all I'm saying. I'll see you soon. (laughs) All right. Um, I think next week. I agree. I think that Vaughn's going to get the virus. Um, it just seems like a logical thing that's going to happen. Um, I hope that it, again, hinders his ship in some fashion. Uh, again, I think this is going to be an outdoor episode as well that's going to have happened previously. So we will see more of the development of the relationship. And I think that AfterBuzz TV is telling me it's time to wrap this up. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV Intelligence After Show. Uh, tell them where we can find you guys. Uh, you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And on Twitter and Instagram at yelltegel, Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Also on AfterBuzz at um, Intelligence, Arrow, uh, The Tomorrow People, Lost Girl, and... Um, uh, House of Lies yeah. and Grim when it comes back. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's Let me tell me where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at uh, The Poet Saint on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and you can also find me with Yell uh, on House of Lies and also uh, Black Sails. Black Sails. Yeah. Pirates. Pirates. All right. And as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Right here with Lem on the Black Sails. Brand new show. Next week, we got Mark Ryan coming in. Yes. Uh, Revolution. Also, the Almost Human After Buzz TV show. Thank you for tuning in this week. We will be back with next week with more great news and gossip, more intelligence, and we'll see you then. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.